Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Today, what we're seeing is, um, you know, of course, they have a billion dollar evaluation. Now, we talked about in a high level conversation, a billion dollar evaluation just means somebody with a lot of money said you're worth something. You understand me? But you need that. You need friends in high places, and they got them all over at this point in time. We see the courtier, you know, buy into, pour in, leverage your money, your power, your time, influence, you understand me, and everything to increase their branding. Right. And so the board at Yacht Club, uh, of course, they dropped their eight coin, which is currently trending around 14 to 15 dollars right now. Right. Today they dropped a merch and then they merch was a way to get more people to buy into it. But of course, there were some issues with, you know, Coinbase that they was having with that coin. But the point of it was that people were willing to buy that ape coin to get to their merch. So they're creating use case for utility. You understand me? And not only did they do that, they set up partnerships with different buildings in Miami to where people can pay their rent with it. You understand me? They really want to prove a lot of use case and utility with it. So therefore, and, and not only that, there were so many people that was able to buy into their fund, apes. So they're going to be creating a lot of wealth transfer of hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, some people say, you know, up to a billion dollars with the amount of money that they allow people to buy into their project. You understand me? And at the beginning of this thing, I told you I didn't care about no artwork. I don't care about no market. It's about what the technology allows you to do. And they've been able to utilize and create a creative business model that allowed them to be able to make billions of dollars. You understand me? Or the circulation of billion dollars in the future project. Because every time I help somebody create an NFT project, I'm helping you establish a brand, create a business, build a community, utilize a technology. It's not about, you understand me, are we collecting pictures of art? That's only one aspect of how the technology can be used. The same way one aspect of, you know, uh, uh, Instagram is you can post a picture of yourself, right? But there's other different use cases and utilities. And what I want us to really pay attention to is the way brands are being built and how we communicating what is value. Because when we talk about the future of money, we're seeing it built out right now. And the cement 
it's still wet where it's not 100% concrete what will be, what will be successful, who gets to influence this space 100%, but there are a lot of leaders deciding to take their place and everybody is ushering to be first. You understand me? And the future of money is interesting. I said this on a breakfast club about, you know, um, Sweden, right? Made an announcement that by 2030, they're going to be the first place to get rid of physical cash. You understand me? And they were also the first to have physical, you know, uh, cash backed by the bank. You understand me? And then you go over, of course, and you go look at China and China was the first to create, you know, uh, or, you know, uh, Genghis Khan, Kuba Klan grandson, he created the first money that wasn't backed by nothing but the fear of death, that you have to use this. But at some point in time, that didn't work for him as well, because they were printing way too much money. You understand me? And then that's why that fell as well. And when you go over to China right now, today, you don't need any physical dollars. You can utilize your phone. You can utilize the platforms or WePay or whatever else you want to. And you can be completely digital today. So the digital reality and the digital economy is completely growing right now in front of our eyes. And there's landscapes and there's shifts that's happening. When we look at what's happening with Ukraine, I was talking to Rashad and Troy earlier, you understand me, um, in, in, in Russia, and how they're utilizing this technology in their war is setting the precedent, right? Bitcoin was always uh, uh, um, going to be involved in the war of currencies. So by investing in Bitcoin, you were investing into a currency war, right? So your money will be involved in that up and down space as things are being built out because of that currency war. You understand me? And the technology of looking at Bitcoin now is not that it being a currency, but it's being a storehouse of value. It being an asset that you just hold. You understand me? And the way I'm trying to get people to understand this new reality that we ushering in is understanding what can be considered money, what can be leveraged as money. You understand me? And the new forms of money, because the industry is being ripped apart from the fabric and the seams. You understand me? There's fractionalization of NFTs. You have DeFi protocol. Staking is probably going to be one of the biggest thing that's increasingly popular more than ever. These DeFi protocols is something that more people should get into whether you study and what's going on with Acre and putting your money into that and getting nine point, I think it's 19.5% return. Some giving you 35% return to lock your money up. But that's so dangerous because that's the greatest competition to the banks where you want to put your money at. And we're going into an economy where nobody is going to want to have money that's sitting anymore. You understand me? So there's a competition of money. There's a competition of banking that's happening. And the beauty of these spaces fighting right now you understand me is that, and of course, this is before, you know, all regulation is set in because they are studying the future of money before they start to regulate so that they can see where they can benefit the best in this space and they can have control and power, right? But if you are not, if you have a bank account and you don't understand staking and yield farming, that's an issue. That's a liability. But you understand let, me? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Got no keys? Can go. <laughs> y'all told me to. Y'all oh, told me to get started. Nah, the, the leather has come off. The leather. the leather has come off. That's one layer of the matrix. Yeah. Shout out to first of all. Shout out to you too. Seventy three hundred people hit the like button. Hit the like, like button. Let's, I was, let's get into it. I was reading the comments. I was amused by some of them. Nino Brown before the trial was my favorite. <laughs> before the trial. Yeah. Before the trial. Before the trial. <laughs> very dangerous. That is very dangerous. Very dangerous. Um, very dangerous, man. Very dangerous. So let me ask you this. Let's um let's let's bring it back home. NFTs. You this is perfect timing because we a lot of people still don't understand NFTs. They don't understand like the use case for NFTs. They think it's just like some some weird art on the internet. 
So this is a perfect situation that we just came upon. So yeah. um, you brought courtside tickets yesterday uh-huh. to, to Kyrie's uh, home game, his first yeah. home game of the season, the Nets versus the Pelicans. And I was supposed to go with you. Hornets, Hornets. Yeah. The Hornets, the Hornets. The Hornets. Yeah. I was supposed to go with you. And uh, I couldn't make it because my son had a basketball tournament in Pennsylvania. So I was out of town. So I told you like last minute, like, bro, I can't make it. And it was like, all right, you know, figuring out who we could give the ticket to, we could sell a ticket. And then I kind of had the idea, but you you actually said it. And you was like, um, well, actually, let's make an NFT out of it. Mm-hmm. And literally the game was at 730. We had this conversation like four o'clock. And I'm like, you don't think that this is too short time? He's like, nah, make a post. He made a post. He posted it on his page. I posted it on Earn Your Leisure's page. He made the NFT, and within a half an hour, it was sold. Mm-hmm. Talk about that, because that's a real use case that actually happened in real life within 30 minutes yesterday. Yeah, I think it's the perfect use case. Um, but, and, and it goes into how that whole entire ticket space is going to be disrupted. You understand me? Because I could have chose to put it on a platform and sell it, right? Instead, I was able to upload it on my phone, on my own smart contract that I own. You understand me? That's part of the crown society. And what happened was I, I uploaded, I utilized Rarible, first of all. So I got the ticket. The ticket is going to give you a barcode to where you get access to the crown club. The crown club is beautiful once you get down there. Now, listen, I'm not sitting no other seat with court side for now on. You understand me? I got to <laughs> yeah, yeah. get almost hit by the ball. You know what I'm talking about? I got to feel like I'm in the game. But anyway, uh, once you hit me, I had to think of it because like I tell people, the most, the, the greatest thing right now is your creativity. Because all of the tools are out there. It's about how you use it, right? So when you think about NFTs and blockchain and all these things, think about how could this be used? That's it. Don't even think so much about what is this technology. Don't get caught up in that. Think about how this can be used. So I say, I got the ticket. Rashad can't pull up. So let's go ahead and make it an NFT. Therefore, I can verify who owns this. Now, I had two options. If I had a lot of time, I could have did a buy or a bid. A buy essentially saying that, Whoever buys it first owns it, and then they can sell it to whoever's secondary. A bid is saying that in a certain amount of time frame, then people get the bid and whoever wins out in this time frame, then they now own it. So now I'm going courtside to a game. That's an experience. The tickets are already expensive. So I say, wait a minute. We can utilize the platform to push this out to a mass amount of people. Whoever wants that experience of coming to the game with 19 keys and replace of Rashad, then they can buy this NFT. And at any other point in time, I can decide that whoever owns this NFT can get additional value just for owning it. So young brother, his name was Web Surfer. You understand me on the internet, but his real name was Jeffrey. You understand me? Jeffrey seen that post. He said he happened to be down the street from the stadium in Brooklyn. You understand me? He told me that he fired his job. He wrote a book. He had part of the infinite wealth strategies. You understand me? He had a whole testimony. It was a beautiful moment. He bought it. And at first, I couldn't find who it was, right? I called you. I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to be holding the bag. And they trying to get a refund with that Ethereum. You understand me? So I said, we got to figure out who this is. So then we post sold out, right? Because it sold out in like maybe 20 minutes. You understand me? You're talking about the game about to start in 30. So then I got the bright idea. I say, wait a minute. Everything is transparent on the blockchain. When somebody buys it, I see the transaction. Everybody sees the record of the transaction, right? So therefore, I got his wallet address because I see that he was the one who bought it. And I made a second NFT. The second NFT was of the ticket. The first NFT was a picture of, you know, the Crown's Keys NFT. And so he bought that first one. I seen who bought it. And then I made a second NFT and I sent it to his wallet. 
The second NFT was the actual ticket with the barcode on it. Mm. You understand me? So therefore, when he got in his wallet, he can go to the door, scan yeah. it, then he gets access. Now, he told me it's crazy because he must have told a friend that he bought it and he didn't know I sent this to him. But because everything is transparent, his friend seen that it was in his wallet. You understand me? So his friend told him, like, yo, here go the ticket in your wallet. So then he pulled up, grabbed the ticket, came to the game, and the young brother had an experience of a lifetime. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs>